Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates gamblers fans of the nfl shield fantasy football players nfl betters anybody i might have left out far and wide welcome in to episode number 138 of the talking the line podcast on this absolutely beautiful monday of bets also known as bears victory monday on that side of the table packers victory monday also known as so you don't have to check your calendar october 4th 2021 now i know some of you might have had a rough weekend on the boards i know some of you might have been cashing tickets whatever way or whatever side of the fence you fell on we are going to continue to have the money train steaming down the tracks on today's show. But before we get into everything Monday Night Football and more, please, as always, take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on if you are watching on YouTube. Might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional TTL crew content dropping. But if you are listening uh, on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there as well. Always release the audio of every live show after it after it is complete. Next item up on the docket. You could be so kind. You can find it in your heart. You got a couple extra seconds to do so. After you get done smashing that subscribe button, smash the like button, leave us a comment, leave us a rating, jump on over in the live chat if you are watching live on YouTube, hit that share button, send it on over to your friends, brothers, sisters, neighbors, uncles, enemies, anybody. We don't care. The TTL pod is for all. First time better to the Daily Degenerate, and we can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do. It only helps us make TTL sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, I know I'm a little windy this morning, but we got to make sure you get it. Make sure you go to this episode's description and hit that link tree. Once you hit that link tree, you will see in one convenient location, the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and our additional content so you out there, my friends, can consume all of it however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen, and beautiful gambling people, once again, joining us on episode number 138 of the TTL Pod. I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45 Soroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, get some picks, insights, analysis, a little bit of banter, a little bit of nonsense, but overarching good vibes. That's what we like to bring you here at the TTL Pod, if nothing else, but we certainly do like to cash some tickets along the way. Now... One final thing I got to do here this morning, because I've said we too many times. I've said us 
a few too many times as well, and the crew has been just glossed over without bringing in the man that sits to my left on every single episode of the TTL pod. He also sits to my left on every single episode of the Wise Words podcast, but he's in a box, not live to me, in the flesh. However, you know him. Help me bring him in. The man. The myth. The degenerate gambling legend and TTL resident cheese head himself, Mr. Riley. R. Mags. Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, as you mentioned it, I am fantastic. We've got Victory Monday for a handful of teams around the NFL. And wouldn't you know, with the opening week of MLB playoffs, I know you're not quite as locked in as you might normally be with yeah. your Cubs on the way out, but I've got a feeling once the drama starts heating up, you'll be uh, you'll be down deep in the trenches with the rest of us. But uh, I can't wait for my socks, man. Thursday, still TBD what time of day it is, but uh, I can't fucking wait. Yeah, uh, thanks for the subtle jab. I appreciate yeah, it. Know. I will uh, I will take it, though. I think you're right. <laughs> I, I am so far tapped out of that right now and uh, wanting to get back into uh, the NFL, college football, college basketball coming around the yep. corner, all that stuff coming up. So, yeah, I'm kind of out of it. But hopefully, hopefully some of the action will we'll have up and I'll be, uh, I'll be coming back, maybe uh, getting back in the markets. I don't know. It was only about a 50-50 year for me yeah, either way. Well, so whether it's gambling or just enjoying it, that's what I mean. Might just be enjoying yeah, it from yeah, a yeah. fan perspective. Tired of tossing money away at the yeah, old MLB. <laughs> that all being said. We have an absolutely loaded show coming at you here today. Thanks for joining me, as always, Bart. Of course. Um, first things first. We have to, as a full transparency show, recap all of our picks from this past weekend of action. You know, we never hide them from you guys. And if you follow us, we're documented and profitable. Sometimes you're going to have a bad day here or there. Usually I fuck around when I say this, but had a bit of a wheel spinning weekend. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. Not afraid to put it up on the board. So first things first, let's get into the college football best bets of the weekend. All right. So I went 7-6 and six overall. Kind of a wheel-spinning day. Uh, kind of wheel-spinning weekend overall there. Uh, partner 3-5-1, and 3-6-1. 3-5-1, uh, I believe. I could be wrong there. Uh, either way, not the greatest from either one of no. us. I obviously went positive. Partner did it, but not the worst because partner ended up doing a little bit better yesterday than I did because he had a couple less plays than I did. So overall, if you rode with either one of us or all of us together, some of the crew plays, we didn't do very good on the crew plays. Yeah, wheel plays where we were spinning, but... Definition of wheel spinning, I would say. Definition of wheel spinning, but hey, if we go in five week cycles of us absolutely <laughs> cashing fucking tickets and then, okay, down three units, four units, I think I went for the whole weekend. It's called money management. If you're smart about it, you can have a bad weekend. If you stick to your units, you'll be okay. But if you include our Thursday night where we had a hell of a night, hell of a night then, you know, for the right. full week, we're yeah. all right. You're all right. So you just keep betting along with us. It's all about that money management. Even though we didn't have the best weekend, it wasn't that bad across the board. Now, as far as NFL goes, hey, hey, we're over here. Hi, how you doing? Uh, all of my six above us. What the fuck happened with the Broncos? Uh, well, I'll tell you. If fucking Daddy Two Gloves doesn't go out, I think we got more of a shot in that one. They look great to start it out, 7-0 to start the defense, game. Though, yeah, defense, defense came out good. nicely. And then the defense just couldn't get off the field. Right. And uh, that's just uh, the recipe for disaster for a lot of NFL mm -hmm. teams. One that I know we were both really upset about, the Vikings, plus two and a half, yeah, man. had reverse line movement in the morning, plus one down to plus one and a half. Also, me too, because I gave you guys the Vikings money line on the balcony bets parlay. My apologies. But 
I wish I would have done it the week prior, had some visitors in town, didn't get a chance to do it because we cashed that one and then the one I actually bring live yeah. to Twitter, it doesn't fucking hit. So my apologies, yeah. I missed it too. The Vikings is a head scratcher though. You get yeah. you tell me that they're going to limit their opponent to 14 points. I'm going to take that action 10 days a week. Well, also Kirk Cousins <laughs> had 15 opportunities yeah. at the end of the game and just kept pissing it away. So right. a little bit of uh, the Philip Rivers syndrome we were mm-hmm. talking about before. But hey, no mm-hmm. shots at Philly Riv. Eh, still, yeah. still a good yeah. fella either way. But there you see it. I went uh, two and four. My partner went two and two nothing crazy um we did add a few plays outside of these i ended up having a positive slightly positive day yeah Yeah. i uh i would have gone a little bit more positive if we would have hit that doggone money line last night on the patriots but either way no problem no harm no foul what do we say here at the ttl pod partner mind mind of a gold of a gold i wasn't sure if that's where you're going that is exactly where i was going so hey you guys should too it doesn't matter every once in a while we're gonna have those days but once again but a bad day like this is much better than uh, a lot of people that we see that do 10 plays uh some of them you know five unit max yeah. and, they, and lose they lose 10 units as opposed yeah. to you know fractional units. you don't need know. to do that that's why we always tell you units full units will tell you and then if we do a half unit on a money line or we've also made the uh kind of the rule half unit on our props sure. too so yep Enough of that, Gab. Enough of that shit. We'll get along with it as we talk to you guys. We'll tell you why we're taking some certain plays, yada, yada, yada. But let's get into Monday night football. Monday night! Monday night! Monday night football! <laughs> minor, minor, uh... Yeah. Uh, Bengals Joe Mixon diagnosed with a low-grade ankle sprain that's going to leave him week to week. They got my pack coming up this week. Uh, bigger news here. Uh, Urban Meyer says both AJ Can and DJ Chark will go on IR. Tough one for DJ Chark. Uh, the Jaguars saga continues. We'll stay yes, off of that oh. boat uh, maybe till the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk a little bit. Uh, that's going to be interesting here at the yep. end of the show. But uh, thanks for the update. Who do they got behind Mixon? Oh, man, because it's not Gio Bernard anymore. I don't know. Gio Bernard is uh, in Tampa Bay, so Uh, I have no idea. We'll talk about it all at the end of the show. Plenty of time for some banter. Our mag sidebar, we'll get it in there, everything in between. We'll talk about all that nonsense, the Urban Meyer jazz, and more. But for now. (laughs) Jazz, I think, is a good word for it. Yeah, that's that's a hell of a (laughs) word for it. But for now, my friends. Stop all the drama, quit the banter, stop the nonsense that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. You come to the TTL pod for the stone cold locks, picks, insights, and analysis, and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So without further ado, it's time to start episode number 138 of the TTL pod, the daily sports gambling pod. It is, let's row it gently down the stream, partner, with the first stream of or the first stream, the first segment of the day, the proverbial podcast boat will be going down. As always, Armax, best bets of the day. All now, right. my friends, turn that volume way up loud. Open them ear holes wide and get ready to have nothing but knowledge penetrated into your dome pieces. And partner, as always, whoa, 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 whoa. To me. To you. <laughs> to all you beautiful people out there drinking the black elixir with the guys to get you going. Take your sip, and I'll kick it back over one moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. There it is, partner. <laughs> you have the floor. All righty, my man. Let's kick it off. I've got a spread pick, and I've got one prop pick coming at you. Uh, partner and I are agreeing on the spread pick, so I will start 
with the prop. How about that? Beautiful. And I'm going to someone on the uh, Los Angeles Chargers here, wide receiver Keenan Allen. And I am actually going under 82 and a half what? receiving yards. So once again, for these props, no way. Do your line shopping because we've yes, got two sir. of our favorite books uh, differing by a few yards here. 82 and a half is the better number. That one is on DraftKings. Last I checked this morning, mm-hmm. 78 and a half on Dra- uh, FanDuel. Still like that action too. But obviously, if you get the better price, you get the better price. I do as well. And it was in the the middle to low 80s this morning and last night on Keenan Allen. So smash it in. Listen up. Yes, sir. So we believe that the Chargers are going to slow the pace down in this game, contrary to what you believe. And I think they will do some damage on defense and slow this Chargers game down. And they offensively, for the Chargers, the Raiders, I think, are going to limit some big plays. The Raiders have done pretty uh, well as far as yards per completion uh, in the NFL this year. I believe they're third defensively in yards per completion. So I think they're going to find some other guys, uh, Austin Eckler, uh, some tight end action, maybe a little Mike Williams short action, or even just Keenan Allen getting a decent amount of catches, but just low yards. I think we're going to see what we saw last week from Keenan Allen. Kansas City, at least with Keenan Allen, they had a similar game plan that I expect to see tonight. Keenan Allen had eight catches. You say, wow, eight catches he should smash, maybe even 100 yards. 130. He had 50 yards last week against Kansas, Kansas City. Oh. I don't think he's going to be a ghost. I don't think he's not going to make an impact. I think it's just going to be those open. yeah, just going to be those short yardage, moving the sticks kind of stuff here. So Love it. 82 and a half mixed with uh, what you just said. I was already on it, but then you uh, mentioned about the uh, the number movement on FanDuel. I think you said it was around 87 last night. Yeah, 86 or 87, I thought I saw it. At. And then on FanDuel, it dropped down to 78. Still up there at 82 and a half on Draft Kings. So... I think the whole pace of the game is going to be slower, so we're not going to be high-flying all all game long. So love Keenan Allen to stay under this 82.5 here. Most definitely. You know I have Listexia, so it could have been 87.5. It might have been 84.5. <laughs> 78.5. Yeah, no, I, I know it wasn't in the 70s. It okay, was in the, okay, okay. It was in the for 80s sure. for sure, but I was just like, when I saw the, it was significant enough that I was like, holy shit, yeah, like, that is, that is definitely sure. a move. So I've locked it in on both books. I, too, believe that under 78.5 does have value. Again, if you don't want to play them on both books, you can definitely just play it on DraftKings. Uh, that's where we found the best line. I'm sure other lines yeah. might. But sure, sure. Keenan Allen, under 82 and a half receiving yards for tonight's game. And my partner's only prop and first best bet. Partner, you said you got a spread pick. You got it for your second best bet. We'll line it up. We'll tie it up. Mm-hmm. We'll call it a crew pick. Mm-hmm. Let them have it. All righty. So as partner mentioned, we're going to the spread. And I am going two the la chargers minus the three don't hate minus three and a half but if i'm getting minus three i'm absolutely taking minus three go ahead and i got a reason for that minus sure sure sure. but we'll talk about it go ahead ahead. first and then we'll dive into all righty so i think the chargers are the more complete team here without a doubt from top to bottom nothing against the raiders i think they're still going to be a hell of a team this year but I expect, as I mentioned it a minute ago, I expect this Chargers uh, defense to play well and limit Derek Carr's opportunities. The Raiders are third in the league in yards per completion, 12.9, big number. They've relied on it a lot. Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards, big plays. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. As far as opponent yards per completion on the defensive side, the three teams that they've played, Miami, Baltimore, and Pitt, 16th in the league, 21st in the league, and 24th in the league at opponent yards per completion. But where do these Chargers rank, my friend? 
Top 10, number seven in the Bingo. league at yards per completion Bingo. against What's defense, his name This defense knows how to limit the big plays, and they are going to take that away from the Raiders from the jump. I mean, Sir. he'll even look at the other two teams, or two of the three teams that I mentioned here, beating the Steelers and the Dolphins. Good wins for the Raiders, but the more we get on, the more both of those teams offensively, Steelers and Dolphins, look like, uh, you know, a lot, leaving a lot to be desired, to say the least here. So, yeah. As impressive as those wins can be in certain spots, it's looking less impressive as we go on. Chargers passing attack, I do believe, will have success. I did mention earlier in my last analysis that the Raiders do very well defending the big plays, mm -hmm. and that is uh, definitely the case, but I do believe that the Chargers, being the more complete team, have so many they can adapt to uh you know issues like that and figure out other ways to beat teams so i think that's what we're going to see here and contrary to that i don't think the raiders have as many opportunities and more as many weapons to adapt and play a dink and dunk type style as much here in this one tonight sure i 150 percent agree um kind of building on the chargers they proved a shitload to me beating the chiefs last week yeah. in arrowhead mm -hmm. my friend they in my mind have built a team to beat division opponents. Almost oh, definitely. And at, Especially these two. Yeah, and at the end of the day, that's what teams build their teams for. They want to win right. the division, have a shot to go to the playoffs. The name of the game is we want to go to the Super Bowl. Mm. It's clear to me that they've done that, and if they can handle the Chiefs, I know the autumn wind is a Raider, sure. but I don't think they have any problem handling the Raiders here tonight either. It's about 70 plus degrees. It ain't too autumn windy over here anyways. But <laughs> nonetheless, hey, either way, aside from that, I kind of just see the Raiders as kind of a skeleton of the Chiefs, if I'm being honest with you. I see a similar yeah. similar opponent in yeah. the Raiders, just not quite as good. Honestly, I would agree with that, and that kind of segues yeah. me into my Raiders point, is that I think their luck runs out here tonight. Mm -hmm. They've gotten really lucky in the overtime games, the field goal luck, their injury luck. And man, oh man... Did we see a lot of luck run out for a lot of teams yesterday, my yes, friend? And yes. I think that trend continues here today. And if I'm going on one side running out of luck or the other, it's definitely going to be the Raiders over the Chargers. Now, let's go back to that three and a half point that you were talking sure, sure. about there. Most books now, you can see it at three. Um, some books have now kicked it back up to three and a half. Now, why I do believe it has more value at three is because I obviously it's right at the key number. But three and a half, I think still has plenty of value. The reason why I think it's up to three and a half is just because of one key reason. And that's because I think the books know that the Raiders luck is about to run out. Mm -hmm. They know that the Chargers are about to have a pretty convincing at least one score win here today. And if they don't have that hook on there, they're going to get killed and have a four to one, five to one, six to one ticket count yeah. on the Chargers. <clears throat> right. With that hook, it just entices more people to come to the three and a half. And I just don't buy it whatsoever. I think the luck running out is a major, major, major factor here for the Raiders today. But if you don't believe me, uh, a couple of people also, I'll get into the trends in a minute. They've also said a little bit about, oh, you know, the Chargers are shooting themselves in the foot. This is all it's typical. You know, I don't think so. The Anthony Lynn anchovies are off the Chargers pizza. We've said it time and time again. And I think the few minor mistakes are just product of an entirely new coaching staff and an entirely yeah, new scheme sure. being installed into an offense. Mm -hmm. I think those problems, those issues, those minor mistakes are going to be more than solved this week. Right. All that being said, you think I come to this show 
without trends in my fucking back pocket, you're out of your fucking <laughs> please, mind. Please. Chargers, 4-0-1, last five October games. Chargers, 4-0 ATS, last four versus the AFC West. That previous stat was ATS as well. Los Angeles Chargers, 5-2 ATS, last seven following an ATS win. What about the Raiders in... Uh, Following a straight-up win, oh, they're 8-18 and ATS, their last 26 following those straight-up wins. The Raiders, 4-10 ATS, their last 14 October games. They are also 3-10 ATS, their last 13 games in Week 4. And following a straight-up win, once again, under John Gruden since 2018, they are 8-12 ATS. The Chargers, 5-3 ATS, last eight meetings between these two teams, and... Not to mention, the Anthony Lynn anchovies are gone once again. I just have to hammer that one home. by one, just picking them off. Hammer that point home anytime <laughs> I can because it keeps coming up that the Chargers yeah. are still shooting themselves in the foot, and I don't believe it. That Anthony Lynn shoot yourself in the foot trend is gone. I mention it anytime I can. I absolutely love it. He loves it. Chargers minus three is our spread bet. Best bet of the night. Monday Night Football. I love it, my man. I mean, the last thing I will add, I don't want to sound like a Derek Carr hater, but much like Kirk Cousins yesterday, I don't even want to say the luck is going to run out because I wouldn't even call it luck. They just, they've done this so many times in their career where they have a few week hot streak and then just when you expect them to continue it, they pull the rug out on you and they throw up a stinker. So, kind of that's kind of another reason what I'm expecting. You know, I'm kind of seeing a 28-20 kind of game here. Exactly what I was thinking. Huh. 28-21 Really? 28-21 was in my head, but that seemed a little mm. too, uh, you know, a little too just four touchdowns, yeah. three touchdowns. Two, two duddies, <laughs> yeah. two field goals yeah. for the old Raiders. Okay, well, it's interesting that you mentioned that, Mr. Ah, okay, Magnuson, okay. Um, because those are your two best bets, correct? Sure is. Anything else you need to lay down? Mm, no, thanks. I'm all good. Okay, my friends. Well, then it is time. Thank you, sir. Of course. For the second segment of episode number 138, let's keep the proverbial podcast boat gently rowing down the stream. Just gently down here now today. We're going to be steaming. Oh, 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 sure in a second. Just gently row. Just gently row until we get to the recap. Second segment. Second segment. That's one finger. This is two fingers <laughs> of the day. My best bets of the day. Okay. Now, you already heard that uh, I'm on the Chargers minus three. He's on the Chargers minus three. We'll call it the crew play of the day. And we just also said, kind of see a 28-20 game. Mm-hmm. So I got a total play as well. You might call me crazy. You might call me wild, but I'm taking the under 51 and a half here tonight. I think it has immense value, and I actually think it might be the best bet of the night, even though I think the Chargers minus three has a shit ton of value as well. Why do I think this? The last two meetings between these two teams, the total has been at 52 and a half. Both games have gone over. This one opened up at 52 and a half. It's down to 51 and a half just to entice everybody and their dogs mm-hmm. to take the over and continue on the primetime over trend. Well, may I remind you that last night's primetime game went way under. I do believe it's going to start kind of cutting itself in half. Yeah. I do believe that trend is going to start kind of dipping down, and it's not going to be something you can play with stone-cold confidence. And anymore. you might even go a couple of weeks where it's unders, and then you know there will be a graphic where it's like, oh, primetime overs are still you know 10 yeah. and 7. Exactly. So I think <laughs> okay, this is okay. going to be... What about the last five? Yeah, I think this is going to be about a week for some unders for sure. But if you don't believe me, the Sharps have taken their position, and they've had their position throughout the entire weekend. You got a little bit of a smirk on your face. Yeah, you there. want me to interrupt you or no is it is it relation to urban no it's bears related oh fuck me 
Um, let me finish the total and then we can. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, geez. Okay, the Sharps have taken their side. Oh, I think I know where you're going. But under 35% of bets on the under. Uh, or on, oh, gee, many Christmas. I All right, the under is getting 35% of bets, but a whopping 86% of actual money wagered on the total here today. I absolutely love it. You can look at this game, think it's going to be a shootout. But au contraire, my friend, because... The Chargers are 3-0 and to the under so far this year. Now, the Raiders are only 1-2 and to the under, but their lone road game did go under. The under is 4-1 and in the Chargers' last five games as a favorite and 4-0 in their last four games as a home favorite. The under is 20-8 in the last 28 home games for the Chargers. And how about on Monday? It's 5-2 and to the under Ooh, in their last seven games. You know I'm a day of the week homer, so I had to look at it. It for the Raiders as well. Unders four and one in the Raiders' last five Monday games, my friend. Six and two in their last eight as a road dog. And you look back the last nine meetings between these two teams, the under is six and three. And holy cow, the last 21 in Los Angeles, 16, four and one to the under. Do not buy into the fact that this might be a shootout. It should be a shootout because it's not going to be. It might be towards the end, but it's going to top out right around 28 to 21, somewhere in that ballpark. We'll have a little bit of a sweat, but it's staying under. So my second best bet of the day, under 51 and a half on Monday night football. I love it, my man. Keep it rolling. Monday night. Monday night. All right, we'll get into that Bears stuff. I actually do also have an Urban Meyer update as well that I saw while you were going, so we'll get into that in your sidebar here and everything in just a minute. But got you guys some stuff to be excited about. So here in just a second, my lone prop play of the day. Hey, 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 all right. I also have a prop coming at you. It's going to be my third and final best bet of the day. I only got one, so we're making it three in total. I'm going to Austin Eckler. You mentioned a little something about oh, this guy might be I? involved in the Dink and Duck game. Have a pretty nice day on him, and I do believe so myself, so I'm looking at his receiving yardage total. I'm going over 36 and a half. Once again, as my partner mentioned, do your line shopping. This mm-hmm. is at 38 and a half on FanDuel, 36 and a half at DraftKings. I'm more than comfortable with both. I think the line is an overreaction to a few key things. Number one, who the Raiders have faced running back wise opponents right opponent running back wise that would be baltimore pittsburgh and miami none of those teams really have a staunch running back passing game nor did those games call for that type of scheme to needed to be implemented they had they allowed 44 yards against baltimore 43 yards against pittsburgh and nine against miami so that's why i think this number is where it's at right but i mentioned that scheme because it doesn't matter what opponent doesn't matter where at it doesn't matter what time of day Austin Eckler is involved in the passing game and in the scheme regardless of what happens I promise you that I look back so far this year he had zero receiving yards in week one you see that holy shit he has the the that could happen no I don't think that he's even going to get under (laughs) under 40 yards here today that happened because he was dealing with that hammy injury from last year a little bit I think they were just kind of getting the engine revved up he might have tweaked it a little bit thought oh shit I don't want to test this and they kind of took him out of the game took him out a lot of the passing situations week two nine receptions for 61 yards against Dallas and then six receptions for 52 yards against Kansas City in week three so he is two and one to the over at this number already this season but historically he's been damn 
damn good against this exact total. If you go back to a year where he was healthy as hell, 2019, he is 12. He went hit the over in this game in 12 out of 16 of his games overall. Not to mention, if you go all the way back historically, he's about about right around 50%, 17, a little less, uh, 17 out of 29 games played uh, since 2019 overall. But if you do remember, 2020 was a little bit of an injury year, my friend. So that plays into this a little bit, I think, as well. And I think we see fully healthy return to vintage, vintage mode Austin Eckler. He's already 2-1 to the over in 2021. That really is what strikes this for me. I don't think... He's going to get anything under 50 yards here tonight. He's going to be a huge part of, much like Keenan Allen, moving the sticks. Yep. And for him, it's going to be catching it two yards in the backfield and ripping off a 12-yard yep. run. And I think he has no problem. Maybe six catches, and he might average about eight, and we get over 48, 50, and that would be on the low mark yeah. where I would see him tonight. I absolutely love Austin Eckler. Over 36 and a half, 38 and a half, I'm comfortable with too, but obviously, do your line shopping. I'm right there with you, my man. I think, aside from maybe Justin Herbert, we could be talking about Eckler being one of the one of, if yeah. not the players of the game tomorrow morning. I mean, yeah, you mentioned it with uh, you know the running backs they've previously faced. Najee Harris is really the only bell cow type running back for any of those teams. Sure, Steelers, I think, realized that they should have got him into the passing game more because the following week, I think they gave him 14 catches. Najee, that is so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I do 150%. believe uh, I do believe you're spot on with this one, my guy. 150. percent I appreciate it, my friend. So, um. We've locked it in. Should we uh should we give it out? Sure, why not? Okay. All right. Let's uh let's see here. Um let's see if this Remind works. myself what it is exactly. Testing testing one, two. Oh yeah, okay. So I uh, wanted to just make sure everything was here. I had the uh old mics lit up. Uh real quick, little TTL crew TTL hey, play hey, for you. Hey, We're hey. not going to uh have it on uh the, the screen or anything, but we'll recap everything here in just a moment. Little same game parlay for yes, you. Yes, sir. We're going to take the Chargers minus three mm -hmm. under 51 and a half. Correct. Under Keenan Allen total yards, 78 and a half or Correct. two and a half either way. And then over Austin Eckler receiving yards, 36 and a half or 38 and a half either way. And then Justin Herbert, anytime mm -hmm. touchdown score. Extreme value there, we do believe. I'll recap that once again here in just a minute. But that is what we are going to play as our TTL crew best bet, our parlay, our special play of the day, sure. if you will. That is our same game parlay of the day. So right around plus 4,600. Ooh, child, please. Hey, I'll recap it for you here in just a second. Don't you worry. But I just wanted to make sure you knew it was a crew play and not from either one of us. And why the hell not? So... Without further ado, for the first time live on your screen, the TTL Crew's best bets of the day for Monday Night Football on this beautiful October 4th, 2021. Here you go. Here you have it. Please direct your attention to the left half of your screen. You will see my best bets of the day. I got three of them coming at you. Chargers minus three. The under 51 and a half in the Chargers versus Raiders tonight for Monday Night Football. And Austin Eckler receiving yardage over 36 and a half. My partner has two coming at you today. Much like me, he is also on the Chargers minus three. I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. He is also bringing a prop to you. Keenan Allen under 82 and a half receiving yards on both of our props half unit plays yes, as always and do your line shopping as always but for everything else 
full units, smash them in. As a reminder, we also have a same game parlay coming at you. Parlay everything up you see on your screen. Chargers minus three, under 51 and a half. Eckler over 36 and a half receiving yards. And Keenan Allen under 82 and a half receiving yards. And then add Justin Herbert anytime, touchdown, score. Shooting that one in that. That's what that was. Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down. Whatever you need to say, just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day in it, whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. Okay, my friends. There we go. There we have it. Everything best bets in between. Let's keep this show steaming on down the tracks, the proverbial podcast train, if you will. With a little bit of banter, a little bit of nonsense, we'll uh, give you a couple of updates and things right now from the sporting and sport gambling world. Then we'll get into our mag sidebar, some more banter, wrap it up with my motivation minute, send you all on about your day before 11 o'clock. Let's get after it. Oh, no, this wasn't the breaking news, partner. This was the uh, the Bears. Uh... It's breaking news either way, but go ahead. Okay, so let's see here. Uh, would you like to guess what it is? I'm saying that Andy Dalton is healthy and he's coming back and going to be the starter. Uh, not is healthy. Reiterated, Matt Nagy reiterated that when Andy Dalton is you healthy, he's the number one you quarterback. Can't. Justin Fields, you two, can't. Nick Foles, three. Despite. You can't. You can't do that after what you've already fucking done. You can't. Oh, boys, I'm supposed to co-host a Bears podcast on Wednesday, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep it together. I saw you uh, like tweeting. He was trying to be optimistic. Yeah. I guess what he said probably played out nicely as it far as yesterday. Of. But Yeah, it did kind of, but it's so but it's. Fun. I mean, uh, you know, it's easy to have fun with a, you know, a game like that, but yeah, I think what you're, dude, but what you're saying is like, yes, we're, we're, you know, it was fun yesterday, but that doesn't really also, fix all 100 of our issues. And yeah. we only beat him by 10. And and they had a couple, Jared Goff taking a goal line snap yeah, off of dude. his face straight into our arms. Yeah, dude, <laughs> like like that luck's going to that turnover luck's going to run out. Like boys, I'm just trying to be optimistic. Like we have and a I mean, stretch in our next 5 games. Yeah. A yeah, yeah, stretch. Yeah, yeah. I think it could be this next one could be winnable if they play similar to what they did yesterday to play the Raiders, but you know, if I had known that, uh, you know, it wasn't full, like, wet, nasty, but there was still some wetness there. And if I had known that, I would have, against with Jared Goff and what we know about yeah, he, how he plays in that type of conditions, I would I would have hammered the Bears in so hard. Did you like that gif I tweeted at you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, it took me a second. And I was like, oh, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly his face. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, yeah, like I said, it wasn't raining like it was on Monday night against my Packers, but I still it was like pregame little raininess, yeah, and then it was just kind of just wet all game long. Yeah. And if I had known that, I would have hammered in the Bears so hard, man. Yeah, I think I would have too. Um, either way, golden rule, I won't be backing them, fading them, doing anything with them again yeah. this year. I'm just going to be a fan. I'll uh, probably get a handful of points. I think it was uh, opening line. Obviously, that's before tonight's hey. game, but it's the Raiders, and I believe the line is right around five and a half for next week. Look, I stuck to my word, man. Like They stayed off of my main TV. Did they? They, they did. Uh, I mean, I'm still just worried. Like Obviously, that wasn't Nagy calling the plays yesterday. Yeah. That was not Nagy. <laughs> and my tweet that said I talked to some inside sources that were saying that, like, yeah, spot on. It was it was bingo, bango, zingo, zango. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, that's kind of what was going to be happening. And, and they basically told me, like, hey, yeah, and, and this is kind of fucking cool. Like, I, I, we might have some developments Hell here yeah. that I got some Hell inside. Yeah. So it might be some cool-ass shit. But they were kind of telling me, like, 
They're going to keep this hush-hush. They're just kind of going to make this. They might not even make an announcement. It was good as far as the game plan for the like, game, but it seems still a little, yeah. little. I don't know, shady is the right word. But. So I don't know, man. I love what I'm seeing from the defense. The defense looks championship level, but also at the same time, it's like Jared Goff and what the fuck is going on there? I have no idea. I think no kneecaps were bitten off yesterday. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> and at the same time, it was only a 10-point game. So that's sure. something you got to kind of think about. Uh, very. Yeah, not very to get into previews or anything like that, but, uh, you know, just mentioning these teams, Lions catching seven and a half at Minnesota this next week. Catching seven and a half, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. After what the freaking Vikings did to me this past yeah. week. Uh, another, uh, let's see, Bears running back Damian Williams suffered a thigh bruise on Sunday and should be okay, source yeah, said. Yeah. He'd be the starter in an event David Montgomery misses a few weeks with his knee injury. And that was uh, not anything super serious, right, Montgomery? He'll probably miss a couple uh, games. Yeah, well... There's, uh, he's going through further testing today, yeah. but he did not tear his ACL. That sure. is for sure. He did not tear his ACL. Sure, sure. Uh, got a little bit of Urban Meyer. Uh, yeah, yes, please, please. Uh, per Michael DiRocco at ESPN, Jaguars coach Urban Meyer said he apologized to his team for being a distraction. Said he was at an event and people tried to get him on the dance floor and he should have left. Said he should have never put himself or his team in that situation. Yeah, and it wasn't like he had a hat on, like looking low. like nah, he was, dude, and he was in plain and, sight. And, and dude. also, <laughs> like you know, the whole oh, that was an old video of me. That was a while back ago. Like he had fifty thousand other fucking pictures of him in that same quarter zip, just yeah. floating around the internet. Yeah. And it was just like, oh my gosh, Urban. Was it was it known where he was for that? I, I thought it was like a wedding or some shit, okay. like a reception or some shit. I don't know. Like, that's what I was reading in some comments. I I tried to get down the rabbit hole. Wait, and it, it was, was like, it bubbled up on me. I was like, wait, is there what's going on with Urban Meyer? Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, dude. And it, and that's the crazy part. Like I um I was talking to my my gram. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, yo, so you're probably not gonna hear about this for a little while. I don't know what's gonna shake out, but the whole Urban Meyer said, like, what? I was like, oh, well, yeah, I guess that's kind of an internet thing right yeah, now. The yeah, thing just kind of literally just happened on the internet. So interesting. I don't know what the hell's going to happen. I don't know where it's all going to go. I have no idea. It sounds like everything's I mean, cool. He's making announcements I for the team know, that man. DJ Sharks on our Yeah, guard. I mean, they looked, a, they looked a lot better on Thursday night. They yeah, weren't uh, yeah. complete embarrassments. They uh, at least held their own. They are here in week five. They are hosting the Tennessee Titans. Plus four and a half for the Jaguars catching the Titans after a loss to the Jets. That's an interesting one. Yeah, we won't get too deep no. into uh, everything NFL today. We'll save all of that uh, for the recap tomorrow for sure. and all of that good nonsense going on. So uh, right now, before we get into a little bit of additional banter and announcements and updates. Partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 130 eight of the talking the line podcast on this bea beautiful october 4th 2021 okay nothing crazy at all here raiders lead this series tonight 66 to 52 and two so nice uh decently there only played once in the in the playoffs despite being in the afc and the afc west for quite some time only once 1981 afc champ raiders won but what i was trying to figure out and i think i kind of got it confirmed is this the matchup with the between two teams with the most location changes city changes name oh, damn. changes damn yeah because i mean you even wow. look at the chargers they had one year 1960 where they were the la chargers went right. back to san diego then right. came back the to la you have the raiders Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas. Uh, I think, I mean, the Rams are up there, but ain't too many teams that have been changing cities like these two. Not quite. So 
not uh, you know not much there, but hey. It's kind of an mm, interesting thing, I would interesting say. Interesting little tidbit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I... Uh, that was so telling that, that yeah. you didn't give a shit about that. <laughs> no, it is fucking... Hey, it's kind of interesting. Because I, like, no, oh, cool, I was also sure. trying to think about, like, there's the Baltimore Colts. I was like, well, yeah, trying to well, think about it was like, I was looking through. It was like, Colts in, uh, you know, Indy was in Baltimore. Baltimore, you know, was... Like the LA Rams to the St. Louis Rams. Like, well, So the Rams were one. They actually were like the Cleveland Rams back in the day. Then they right. went to St. They Louis. They did a good amount of travel. So I guess the only one, other ones would be like, I, I mean, I think the Arizona Cardinals were, you know, they were in Chicago even for That's a second. Right. Yeah. So maybe some weird stuff like that where it's like the state, the, you know, former home of the Chicago Bears, the Chicago Bears. It's my hometown. Decatur, Decatur, yes, Decatur Illinois. Sure. The Decatur Staley's uh-huh. owned originally by old man Staley. They still have um, I, Staley's. There's Archer Daniels Midland ADM and Staley's. They're like big uh, corn and soybean yeah, production yeah. plants and everything down there. And that's uh, that was the OG. OG old man Staley. Hey, the Decatur oh, Staley's. Yeah. How about that? Actually? I, don't know, I guess this is, I don't know why this is sparking weird rabbit hole, but yesterday's uh, what we do at this time. Packers crowd seemed a little bit livelier. But uh, there's kind of a reason behind that. So what's up? There? Back in the day, and my dad can even attest to that because he had some uh, he had some ticket plans with this. They used to play two games a year in Milwaukee. The Packers did at County Stadium. Okay. And they still and you could get like a season ticket package. You get both games. When they stopped doing that, they still allowed those people to keep having like renewing those tickets but it was so basically it's like a two game plan at lambeau field and so typically up until a few years back those crowds were always like the rowdiest because it's kind of the more the people that don't get as much of a chance like season tickets it's kind of the more blue collar type crowd just like two two games a year and it's a you know milwaukee games getting those tickets and the last like four or five years it was like you know some of the players and coaches started to mention like these crowds are kind of getting subdued a little bit and i think they those crowd those fans finally said fuck that we're about to yeah, get Yeah, I was wondering. I was it like, was rowdy, man. I was like, damn, this Green Bay crowd's a little bit more rowdy. rowdy than it was in week one. Man. I uh or week what was it? Week week two, two Monday night? Yeah. Yeah, week yeah. Two Monday night. Either way, I was like, damn, Lambo's getting a little hyped up here. It what's, just seems uh, interesting. Yeah, on? it's just interesting because I saw I was looking at Packers Twitter. There was a few f- people that didn't know that uh that, that was a thing that they used to play twice in Milwaukee. So interesting hmm, shit. I don't know. I didn't know that was a thing yeah. either. Well, look it at the rabbit. like 20 minutes or 20 years ago too, not like 40, 50 either. Yeah, but hey, look at the doggone rabbit yeah. holes we get to go down on the show. Hey, all of that being said, uh anything else you got over there on that computer of yours? I don't Phone believe so. Little bit of a computer upgrade here from my dinosaur, so uh Hey, no. that is for sure. Don't that hear the computer sure. fan up in here. If you're uh noticing the uh the new color of this screen, yes, definitely does look good on there. <laughs> definitely a solid upgrade from the uh from uh circa not 100 AD. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that was like the first computer Solid ever built. Eight years old. Pretty sure you shook it, some gravel mm, would come out of it. Some yep, shit, something like know. that. All right, well. But that's about it. That's about it. All right, well, outside of that, a couple announcements, a couple updates. Um, Even though it wasn't the uh, greatest weekend uh, for NFL college football, it didn't have a bad weekend UFC-wise. No. Uh, broke uh, even 3-3 three and three, uh, picks-wise, but actually it was the night of the underdog, so cast a good handful of puppies. Uh, I'm not. I'll look back, and it'll definitely be posted in the uh, in the UFC blog this upcoming Saturday. I'll let you guys know exactly what that was. But hey, we're uh, live from the Etihad Arena this upcoming week, my friend. Yes, sir, we are. 
Abu Dubai. As, Abu Dhabi. <laughs> yeah, as some, uh, so I had a friend a while back ago. I won't put you on blast in case you watch the show, but he was like, are they are they fighting in that uh, Abu Dubai? And I was like, <laughs> Abu Dubai? Excuse Abu me, Dubai? excuse me, what's up? And I was like, that's Abu Dhabi. It's still a fight that's night though, right? That's how Abu Dhabi spelled. <laughs> it's still yeah. a fight night though, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, it is actually considered a fight night, even though it's fucking stacked. Jan versus Glover for the belt. It's insane that they put a belt fight. Like, that's insane. That's just absolutely insane. That makes no sense. I think that's later in the month, if I'm Uh, not mistaken. October 9th is Mackenzie Dern, Marina Rodriguez. Oh, that's the one. What's uh? What is the next one coming up? That that then we're not live. I think no. I saw someone that tweeted that and it was misleading. It's October 30th is the one that you're talking about. But also. That one is not pay-per-view. Right, right, right. Like it is can, ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, you, it's technically so, UFC 267, but it's not pay-per-view. Yeah, as long as you have ESPN+, Plus, you get all of it. So that's pretty fucking cool Hell yeah. uh, that they're doing that. But and that also, one is loaded. Uh, Mackenzie Dern versus who this upcoming weekend? Uh, Rodriguez, I believe. Both, both Brazilians. Marina Rodriguez. Marina yeah. Rodriguez, yeah. Uh, give me Mackenzie Dern early. Look ahead. I love Mackenzie Dern. She's got that mom power and... She's also a hottie. Uh, that's eh, all, I, that's all I got about that. Uh, yeah, this uh, one is in she's Vegas. She's the real though. karate hottie in my mind, <laughs> not Michelle Waterson. All right, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Randy Brown, Jared Gooden is the co-main. Tim Elliott, Matthew, Matus, Nicola, Nicolau. Nicolaus. Sure, I don't know. Uh, Mateus Nicolaus. Uh, yeah, so as far as the old casual fan over here, or even above average casual fan that I am, uh, not as far, not as much of a loaded fan, or not as much of a loaded card as far as names, especially not... Uh, yeah, this past weekend really wasn't either. No. I kinda, that's how I got it. I mean, even but even compared, like that one, there was a handful of yeah. names that I recognized off that one compared to this upcoming one. For sure. Um... Either way, definitely still have a UFC blog coming out. Definitely uh, get some picks, props, parlays, punts, everything in between off of that card coming up. Uh, We'll, uh, depending on what goes down on Thursday, Friday, I don't know, maybe we'll talk about it a little bit. I have no idea. But definitely you will see my blog, no question about it. Uh, Our mags, extra cheddar. A little bit of a rough day there, too. Still still across the board. Uh, Still positive there on his extra cheddar blog. Make sure, hey, you haven't signed up for our blogs yet. It's super simple, and we will never send you any spam. We promise we will never send you any spam. All you got to do is just go to talkingtheline.com, go to the More tab, and it will drop down. First one you'll see there is Colt's blog and Max blog. You can click on that bad boy. Every one of our blogs and right on our homepage is a subscribe to the cruise blog. So you just toss in your email address, hit subscribe, and you're all good to go. And you get every single one of our blogs the moment they go live. So you don't have to wait to see it on Twitter. Maybe you missed the tweet. Maybe you forgot. You get it in your email inbox that instant. And again, reiterated, because I don't know why so many people think this, like, what the fuck would we have a need yeah. to do that for? We will not send you <laughs> spam. We will not send you spam. It's never going to happen. I hate the shit. Why would I send it to you? It's only I don't even understand. Our yeah, I don't know blogs. what purpose it would serve us. Only our blogs. And maybe an announcement from us or contest from time yeah, to time. Very often. Uh, yeah. Not not even not, not often. Not very even, in, in Very often. far and few between. Yeah. No spam. So sign up for those if you want that. Uh, speaking of, make sure you stop by talkingtheline.com. Uh, check out all of our additional content, the Wise Words podcast, all of that good stuff, my friends. Uh, it's all in one central location there on the TTL, talkingtheline.com website. Uh, also, we got the link tree if you are um, 
maybe watching on YouTube, maybe you're listening on your favorite podcast directory, maybe you stumbled upon us on uh, Twitter, whatever the case might be, you see our Linktree link that also has all of our uh, additional social platforms, our additional content, so you can follow all of us, everything there. One final reminder, make sure you smash the hell out of that subscribe button, the like button, leave us a comment, leave us a rating. You know, hit that share button too. We wouldn't mind if you send it over to your friends, brothers, sisters, uncles, neighbors, enemies, everybody in between. We're for all. First time better to the Daily Degenerate. We got all of your backs and we want to help you bankrupt these sports books right alongside with us. So can't tell you how much we appreciate it. When you do, we're just going to keep making TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you, the more that you do. All that being said, partner, anything uh, I missed here? Any late breaking uh, announcements? I do have one more announcement. I got nothing else. All right. Uh, Wise Words, episode number four. I've got some solid feedback on that, as I uh, had anticipated. Our oh, man, yeah. the sportsbook consigliere, Dave Sharpen, uh, absolute electric factory, nuclear power plant, just absolutely, uh, I was going to say forest burner, but that's, 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 that's just crazy. He doesn't do any of that. He doesn't do he any, doesn't of, do any that. of that. I, I just had like this just absolute fire. Is he loves, what I, he loves I tried, the forest. I tried, <laughs> I, I tried to figure out something that was like all fire. I, I, I don't know. I, that's just the first thing that came to my head. Sorry. It's, just, it's where my head goes sometimes. So I, I apologize. But it was absolute electric factory, nuclear power plant. Everything in between. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, make sure you check that out. You can uh, get it on YouTube in our playlist, the Wise Words Podcast, or you can find it on your favorite podcast directory. Just type in Wise Words Podcast. You'll see it uh, as one of the top three or four there. Uh, it also has talking the line, big, bold, green letters right over the front of it. You'll see it no problem. And you'll see our names there as well. Uh, we are recording episode number five this afternoon with uh, somebody pretty, pretty special up and coming in the golf industry. Golf. Yep. We'll be talking golf betting with him. We'll be talking PGA, Corn Ferry, everything in between, getting all types of knowledge for us and uh, also hopefully for you guys. Yeah. Now, hopefully we know for you yeah, guys, this guy definitely. is an absolute just security lockbox of yep. information when it comes to the golf side of things and golf betting. So I have already actually talked to him this morning, double confirmed. He's like, can't wait. Super excited. We talked Sweet. about a few things we'll chat about. So I uh, cannot wait to bring uh, yeah. episode number five to you guys this upcoming Wednesday at noon. Because, uh, yeah, the uh, the golf landscape is still going. It's a little overshadowed right now, but I'm sure he's, uh, you know, he's chomping at the bit to have some uh, some action. Hell Just yeah. finished Ryder Cup. We got no Hell majors coming yeah. up. So, uh, you know, yeah. he's ready to rock. And as we uh, as we talked with David Behrman in episode number three, oh, yeah. if you didn't watch that one, he talked about how golf has just been the biggest uprise in yep. betting and viewership and everything over the course of the last year. Yeah. And uh, he said that it's only going to continue to do so. It's yeah. only going to continue to get bigger. So hopefully we'll be able to get us some... Uh, tips, tricks, insights, analysis, I do believe we will, uh, and we'll be able to share those with you, so maybe uh, more often than not, we can start cashing some golf tickets, yes, maybe, sir. so I know we do every once in a while, but mainly just for the majors. Most shit. definitely. All right, all that being said, make sure you check that out. We'll have the new episode Wednesday, episode number five of the Wise Words Podcast, this Wednesday, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. All right, it's all the updates, announcements, everything that I got to tell you. You know where to find us. You know where to get us. One final thing. I need to do here today, and it's something that no other show on the market, or at least our market, does. Now, if you know of one, let me let me know. Put, put us in contact. As I always like to say, I'd love to uh, have them on for a nice little segment here. But 
Until I do stumble upon one of those, I'm going to keep standing out and doing what I do. Not uh, for any gratification of my own, but all for you guys. I do this for you. I never claim to be a genius, a swami, anything in between. I just give you a few little tips uh, on how I've survived this thing called life. And I currently use to help me survive this thing called life that hopefully you guys can apply to and uh, make those make those barriers a little bit easier to uh, get through. So without further ado... What am I talking about? If you haven't been to an episode of the TTL pod, well, you're about to find out. And for you, TTL faithful, it's time for my motivation minutes. Now, I wrote on this topic a while back ago in my uh, inspiration corner, but I thought it bared bringing back to the surface and talking a little bit about in depth and maybe you can get a little bit different perspective from it here. But I wanted to start off with a quote and give you kind of the thoughts behind that and then also... um, share the true definition of one of the words in this quote. So first things first, my friends, I see it far too often, especially in our generation, and it kills me. And I, you know, I was there at a point in time, so I guess I can be the pot calling the kettle black. But when you realize this is what you're doing, life just, life makes so much more sense when you're open, your eyes are opened up to this. And it's don't trade your authenticity for acceptance. And some of you might not be all too interested in hearing that because you like being with the crowd. You like being at the bar, in the club, and everybody's seeing you and everybody liking you. But think about that. When the last time that you went out to the club, you went out to the people, did you or were you 100% yourself? 100% you, real, no no doubts, no questions, no concerns, or did you have a mask on? Were you somebody else? Were you worried about what everybody else was doing and talking shit about this, that, or the third, or, or Sally Q. Sample, or John H. Smith? Were you worried about that? Or were you the real version of yourself and what you needed to be? Were you trading your authenticity for your acceptance? Don't really know what that was. A little blank of a screen, but we're back in action. Were you trading your authenticity for your acceptance? It's the first thing I want you to think about. And when you think about don't trade your authenticity for acceptance, what does that mean? What does it mean finding your authenticity? Well, number one, it means finding you. What do you believe in? What is this burning inside of you? Because as I always tell you, you're not this. You're not the thoughts that spin around in your noggin day in and day out. You're this feeling right here. You're that spirit that inhabits this meat sack we call a body and a human being. You're the spirit inside of that. And what feels and burns right here inside of you, that's your passion. That's you. That's where you're at. That's your beliefs. That's who you are. The first step in finding your authenticity is finding you. And a lot of the times in order to find you, you have to break away from the crowd. Your friends become less than the fingers on your hand. Your circle slims down to that of the size of a period. Things change, things happen, and if you want to find the real version of yourself, sometimes you just got to be by yourself. And the second part of finding your authenticity and holding on to your authenticity is knowing your worth. When you find your beliefs, you find what that is right there, and you actually tap into the real Colton Soroka, the real Riley Magnuson, not whatever, the real you, not whatever's rolling around in here. When you tap into that, 
and you find you and your beliefs and your core values and what makes you tick and everything in that side and you finally find some sense of a spiritual connection, don't trade that for anything. Not for a relationship, not for a family member, not for a fucking job, not for nothing. Because when you find that, it is the most precious, sought-after gift that so many people don't have the opportunity to find in their lives. Because they don't have the ability to simply look in the mirror and take off that mask. Do you have the ability to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I will no longer wear this mask and I will not trade my authenticity and who I am just to be accepted by other people? Because you can ask this guy and you can ask anybody close to me. I am this guy on this show and every single minute of my day. I do not change for anybody and I will continue to be that and I dare you and challenge you guys to do the same in your life. And to close, hashtag Rollbirds. When we went to Illinois State, Robert. I had a uh, professor that was extremely impactful on my life. Doubt he'll ever see this, um, but his name was Don Winkle. And he was off the fucking wall. He, he didn't trade his authenticity for acceptance. And it's wild that as I talk about it now, I'm really starting to realize how much of an impact he made on my life and how much this made sense back then but he shared something um uh your authenticity or you what is authenticity or to be authentic and you won't be able to see it but you can kind of see the whiteboard there there's an equation on the whiteboard and it says be authentic with the equation below and he shared this definition and it's from um unlabel selling you without selling out Selling you without selling out. Authenticity is equal to your unique voice multiplied by truthfulness plus your capacity for change multiplied by the range of emotional impact raised to the power of imagination. I know that was a lot. I won't go back through it. Obviously, it's there. You guys can hear that again. But that's what it means to be authentic. You. Truly you. 100% you. No change for anybody. Sell you without selling out. Do not trade your authenticity for acceptance. Find you. Know your worth. Stick to being you once you find yourself. Do not trade that or let that go for anyone or anything. Be authentic. And don't trade your authenticity for acceptance. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Great stuff, my man. I think what I like uh, the most about how you delivered is that you kind of laid it out for people to put themselves into different scenarios of it because you kind of started it, it seems, with, uh, you know, maybe a social setting as far as who you're, you know, you're surrounding yourself with as far as socially. And then obviously you tied it into, you know, kind of what you're doing on a daily basis and what your job is because, uh, I mean, as far as just socially, I, that was one thing that I kind of found myself earlier in age that I, I, I just want to be myself at all times. So I'm not going to, you just, you're just much more happier when you're around people that you want to be around 100%. and you get to be yourself. I mean, 100%. if you're, yeah, you, the fakeness isn't, uh, it, it, you know, you might be temporarily fulfilled, but overall it's not, uh, it's not fulfilling. 
Absolutely. And, you know, check this out. I've, I've, I've had this in my life before, um, uh, a previous job that I worked a long time ago. One of the first jobs I had in corporate America coming out of college, I was all hyped up and ready to go. And man, I started, uh, I started down the track working the job and there was this hallway that I'd have to walk from the parking garage Mm -hmm. into the hallway and to the elevators. Mm -hmm. And I'd get to the hallway and I literally envisioned in my mind putting on a mask. Yeah changing who i was mm-hmm. and as i hit that hallway to leave for the day i i literally had to envision taking that fucking mask off in in order to find myself and who i was and i guess the takeaway from that guys is don't don't let anything do that to sure. you don't let anything create anxiety in you that bad that it, you see the writing on the wall, you see what's causing it, you bitch whatever you bitch and moan and complain about all day long is what's causing that you know how to eliminate it mm-hmm. and sometimes it's the hardest decision to make but sometimes it's the best decision to make so that officially does it my motivation minutes of the day don't trade your authenticity for acceptance my friend and i promise i won't either never claim to be a shawarma genius shwaman whatever you want to say just hopefully i can give you some things that help us survive this thing called life together all right Nothing else I can see here going on. We're right at an hour. Absolutely gorgeous. 30 minutes of pick action, 30 minutes of nonsense. Nothing but good fucking vibes, yep. if I do say so Most myself. Most definitely. A little bit of a weird weekend, but hey, hey, back on the horse. We're back on it tonight. On top of the money train. Look, we just had to slow the money train down just for a second. Yeah. Stop off at payout station. We had to get a couple of the money bags off because we couldn't steam as fast as sure, we needed to be. Sure. James there, Robinson loaded yeah, it up a little yeah, too yeah, heavy yeah, on yeah, Thursday. Yeah. Some, some things <laughs> needed to be parted. So we had to give a little bit of the bo- the money back to the books. They they deserved a little bit of that because they've been so gracious with yeah. us and just given us uh-huh. so much of our yeah, money, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, but, but, but we are stoking the fire once again. Mm-hmm, Coals mm-hmm. are back in. We are steaming down the tracks, and we will meet you at Payday Station once again this evening. We can promise you that. But for now, make sure you smash in all of the best bets of the day. And, as always. Sorry, I was going to cut in. No Manning cast tonight. Oh, what the fuck? You think they got, uh, we haven't checked it out yet, a little gambling cast on ESPN maybe? They do. I don't know if they'll have it. I have to I know imagine they do, they do. We were talking about it with David Behrman, but that's some bullshit. The Manning cast is going to be gone for three weeks. So there has to be something going on, but this it would be really a perfect sucks. game for it, too. It really would be. <laughs> Doggone. So, uh, yeah, I, if they got the game, gambling cast, I'm definitely yeah. going to be checking that out. Most definitely. I know they have that on ESPN+. Plus. So uh, it's kind of, if you're a fan of the NBA, uh, we we actually talked to two guests who have done that. Uh, Preston Johnson did the NBA cast last mm-hmm. year, and then David Behrman was telling us about the ones for the uh, NFL. So and I check them out. Uh, what's his name? Uh, not nah, what's his name? I apologize. <laughs> Dave Sherapin, Sportsbook and Sig. I think he does a lot of, not on ESPN, but he does a lot of that type of stuff with, oh, uh, yeah. I think he does a lot of radio MLB stuff Network. on SportsGrid. He does MLB oh, Network stuff too. like that too yeah. uh he'll literally sit there and watch games live yeah. and just pump shit out right. so yeah anyways good, good stuff there stuff to think about we'll let you guys know if we're watching anything additional but no many cast but for now ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide for myself and mags thank you so much for stopping by episode number 130 
8 of the Talking the Line podcast on this beautiful, so you don't have to check your calendar one final time, October 4th, 2021. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate you guys, all of your support, your following, and everything in between. Keep bringing people onto the bandwagon so we can bankrupt these sports books one play at a time. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Monday, unless you have any other plans. And as always, my friends, degenerates, everybody out there I might have missed out, left out far and wide, let's cash some tickets.